What up, Tate Schoolers? Welcome to another great episode of Tate School of Fitness, Fitness Corner Podcast. And on today's episode, I have the pleasure of having my brother, Haru, the CEO and founder of Push It Forward Media Group. Um, I'm not going to even sit and try to tell you all of what this man does. I'm going to let him tell, tell you. Uh, very impressed with this young brother. He got a lot going on. Just released a film. We're going to talk about that, which is very dope. You all check it out. I'm going to put that link in the uh, on the actually page of the podcast page so you can check it out in on promo video. So be looking forward to that. But without further ado, let me introduce my man, Haru. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, brother, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, you know? definitely, man. Once I saw the, once I saw the film... Um, and what th- no first tell the people what's the title of the film all right so um this is actually my uh second short film mm-hmm. and um it's called the gentle yes yes very is is very important and it's very timely when i was watching it i was like yo this is this should be on larger screens because the message behind it is and I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but the message behind it is so important and so and it's what we need to do as a people. We need to get back to the roots, but it is it is so timely, man. It is so needed right now. Um, again, I cannot say how impressed I am with what you've done, uh, how it came out. It was well written. Um, it was shot very well. It it was it, it was just very impressive. I'm a I'm a huge movie buff and I'm sitting there and I'm looking for I'll usually look for things that most people don't look for. And I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this film and I'm like, is this low budget? This don't look like low budget. Not to not to me. I mean nothing wrong with low budget. Family, you do what you do, but I was like, this does not look low budget. And I'm meaning people low budget, like it's not a couple of million dollars to make. That I mean, like, but yeah, it's it's it was very impressive, man. Like what, what was the, what gave you the, the motivation? What was the motivation behind the film? Um, so, you know, first I start off with, you know, um, culturally, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm a, um, you know, practitioner, practitioner of African spirituality. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I haven't been, you know, really pleased with what I've seen, in Hollywood in regards to African spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's usually presented in horror films and, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's people have a, you know, view it in a negative light. And it's even like a term that people throw around. They might be like, oh, that was food. That was, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it just, you know, jumping in the film, you know, that was, that's part of the motivation, you know, just for me as a filmmaker and, you know, what I'm, what I'm trying to, the stories that I'm trying to tell. Um, but you know, the gentle specifically is, um, you know, it was motivated by, um, Aesop fables. Mm. Um, there's one Aesop fable. If, if you're not, firstly, you know, a lot of people, when I say that, they'd be like, oh, I ain't never heard of him, but you have, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the tortoise and the hare, the fox and the hound, I believe is one that those are Aesop fables. Right. And, um, I was reading one of them one day and it's this, the uh, sun and the North wind. Mm. That's the story that kind of inspired the uh, the gentle or whatnot. So I took the lesson out of the sun and the north wind, 
and kind of applied it into a modern situation. Hmm. Um, so that, 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 that's what motivated it. And I just kind of created the world around it, hmm. you know, to, to, to fit it. Yeah. Um, and it's so, it's again, like I say, it was very creative, um, how you put it together. Um, and as we, uh, we discussed a little bit off, um, off air that you wrote it, you shot it, you selected the actors, like to do that and search, uh, being fairly, I say fairly new in the game. That is very, again, that's very impressive because you know what you're looking for and you get, you actually brought it all together. Like how long did you take you to get your thought from in your head out there and what we have now as the gentle, how long did that take? So, um, you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I, I did, you know, do the bulk of, you know, the shooting and, and, you know, all of that and stuff like that. But I had, I got some good partners as well. Um, good brother named Zacomo, who also is a, a director on there. He, he shot. And then my brother who did the music that you hear in the film, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, his name is, uh, Richard mm-hmm. or Rico or whatnot. He did all the music and stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, I definitely want to, uh, you know, tie those brothers in, but, um, you know, outside of that, um, I would say from idea to, you know, actually uploading it on YouTube, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. about six months, mm. about six, about six months. Um, and, and really a lot of it had to do with learning curves. You know, again, like me, you know, I'm I'm a big picture guy. No matter what I do, I mean, I can work in the details, I can get technical, but I know that's not my strength. You know, my strength is I can see the the whole field. You understand what I'm saying? And kind of see how all the pieces fit together. So, you know, with this film, I had to do a lot of um, technical work because, you know, I mean, like, you know, I got the budget to just hand this off to an editing house and let them, you know what I mean? I I don't, I don't, I I don't got like that yet. So you know, you had to learn a lot of different things. So that was really, that took a lot of the time, just learning, learning new techniques and stuff like that, you know, but as far as like shooting it, you know, and writing it, like I wrote that, um, that film in one night, Mm. you know, wrote it in one night, um, casted it, casting it took a couple days. I mean, um, most of the actors that's in this one was in my last film. So we got a good, you know, um, you know, we had a good rhythm, you know, with each other and stuff like that. So I, you know, I worked with them again, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then actually filming it, you know, probably took about a month, month of filming time, mm. you know, just everybody's schedules, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, about six months. Mm. Nice. Nice. And you, and I want to touch on that first film. What was the name of that first film and what was that first film about? So the first film was The Long Way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it has a similar inspiration as well. I was, I was in the Aesop fables one day mm-hmm. <laughs> and this one, I actually used the, um, the tortoise and the hare, mm. you know, and, you know, we put it in the context of, you know, kind of like, uh, police brutality and how do you solve it? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, you know, you have one that wants to, you know, try to approach it from, you know, just kind of the quick, fast, easy route. Then you have one that want to put in the work, take the time and, and really, you know, build a solution that, you know, is more permanent. 
So you just see the dynamic between those two brothers yeah. and whatnot in the first short film. Yeah. And how long did that one take actually for you to same thing, same process? How long did that take? Uh, that one was probably about, about three months, about three, hmm. three, three, about three months, three, four months. Yeah. Okay, so you spend a little bit more time on the second one to get it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. You know, just you know, from a personal development, you know, perspective for the first film, I just wanted to write a film, cast it, shoot it, and put it out. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what I was trying trying to accomplish with it because I was coming from, you know, you know my I, the way how I operated my company prior to doing that first short film was more, I did a lot of interviews, you know, just learning my way around, you know, how to, you know, utilize a camera, being a videographer. I did do a lot of, you know, did a lot of commercials, client jobs and stuff like that. Just kind of learning how to just operate in that space, you know, and then I was like, all right, now I'm ready to do something narrative. That's what I really want to do. So that first one, I just was trying to get something out, you know? So I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, you know, yeah. Yeah, just try to get something on the board. I definitely understand um, because it's a process. Like I told you uh, earlier, you know, we are trying to actually put something together ourselves. And the thing is actually just getting it done. I'm a person, I, I last year I read 50 Cent's latest book and he said something that was so simple, but it stuck with me. And I realized I actually been doing that my entire career as an entrepreneur is I just do stuff. You know, in his words, he was just like, in his words, he's like, just do shit. Just don't, don't, the people who sit around and think it never gets done because they think about all the ways that it's going to work. It's not going to work. But when you do it, you can actually see it. And it's not a failure. It's a, it's actually a a, a platform for you to learn. It's a learning uh, curve because if you get it out, it looks whack. You know, next time what to do, what not do. But if you continue to sit on it, um, nothing's going to get done. You know, one of the biggest, biggest things that hurt our people is we have million dollar ideas, but we sit on them because we weren't about how it's going to be taken. Uh, if people are going to like it. Sometimes that stuff doesn't matter. You just got to get it out. Cause like I say, um, when I saw, when I saw the move, the gentle, I was just like, yo, this is, I was blown away. I was seriously blown away. But uh, the thought, oh yeah, you're welcome, brother. The thought that was put behind it, um, just how it was shot, and the different locations, uh, which I thought was absolutely amazing. I want to ask you, like, how do you pick your locations? Because the location was dope. You know, um, I, I look at, you know, I know what I what I saw, you know, in my mind's eye when I was putting it together. So I try to see, you know, where what 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 locations do I have access to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that most closely matches, you know, uh, what I'm, I'm seeing, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's just pretty much where it start from. And we, you know, we scouted a few other locations and stuff like that. Um, and just, you know, worked with the ones that, you know, I was able to, to access, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I had to do some gang, had to do a little gangster stuff, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to thug it a little bit. You know, um, especially that that scene in the forest. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, had to, had to do a little bit of that, but uh, yeah, you know, that's 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 pretty much how you know I go about it. You know, yeah. I see the vision, I know what it's supposed to look like, and then I try to find it. Yeah, because you know? we actually, 
have that's why so Hollywood is actually here in Atlanta. We have so many places that you can you can shoot whatever you want to. We have a lot of locations. And yeah. people don't realize that. You know, just a f- simple fact of um even in Georgia, you can be in the mountains, you can be in the beach, you can be like wherever in a couple hours. And that's that's dope when you actually shooting something because if you picture that scene, you see it in your mind, you can find it here in Georgia. You know, uh, you know, you can make that happen. So, yeah, the location is definitely dope, and that forest scene was definitely dope. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, what, what, where is he? Where are they at? You know? <laughs> it's like I done seen that before. I don't, I don't been there before, but yeah, that was yeah. definitely, definitely dope. Um, you, so with the films, um, I want to talk about that just a little bit more because I also know that you do the podcast and you have other things going on. But the films, how often do you do you have a schedule when you're going to put them out? Or you just put them out as they come to you? Well, um, you know, me, I'm like I said, I'm a big picture guy. So I have a, a document that I created. Mm-hmm. And on that document, it's pretty much every film that I want to make. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it's a, it's a super long list, you know, brief little, you know, uh, synopsis of the concept and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm just working my way down that list. So that, that's, that's how I, you know, I, I work. So I've, I've, I've kind of planned a lot of what I want to do with my film career already. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, me getting to that list, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Developing myself to meet what that's going to take to shoot each project, you know? Absolutely. So the interview and these films are are they just ideas or have you written all of them? Like how 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 does that work? So um, you know some of the ones like you know these are shorts. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm knocking out all of the stuff that I can shoot within my means today. Okay. Right. Yeah. But I got other concepts that would definitely take you know <laughs> some 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 big budget. Yeah. Um, you know to to actually do so like. You know, um, one very large, you know, like, you know, people say they have like a passion project or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, in that one, I'm, I'm really in heavy research phase right now with that. Um, but as far as what I write, I write what I'm ready to shoot. Yeah. So, you know, so like, you know, right now, you know, we're working on, we're doing some things with the gentle, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess I, I say it here, like, you, you know, we're going to turn it into a series and, um, mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm, I'm working on I'm working on the the second um, addition to it right now. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that as a series, you know, because at the end of it, I was like, I want more. I want to see what happens. You, you want more because it's it leads you up to it has to be more. So I definitely see that. That's dope. I'm glad that you are going to make that into a series. Um, what I want to talk a little bit about is your equipment. Like, what equipment did you use to actually shoot? Like, for as your cameras, like what cameras did you use? Uh, so I used the main camera was the Panasonic S1H. Okay. Um, and it's actually the, I believe it's the most affordable camera on the Netflix approved list. <laughs> mm, okay. 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 Um, and it's a, uh, I mean, you know, depending, I mean, in my world, you know, when people think about it, they'd be like, man, you paid that for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just in the, and when you're in the film world and stuff, it costs. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, you know, and that that the S1H is about four thousand dollar camera. You can get it somewhere in that range. You might be able to find it used for a little cheaper and stuff like that. But that in the film world, that's considered affordable. 
mm. uh, for 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 a a professional. And what I mean a professional meaning like you know it, it meets all the Hollywood standards you know today you know as far as when you what a project needs to have. Yeah. Um, so I utilize I utilize that. That's one H. And also you can you know like I said there's rent, great rental places here in Atlanta too. You know what I mean that's very affordable. You know so it's really no no barrier to entry on the money and you know if you really 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 want to shoot it. Um, and let me see some other you know equipment. Um, you know, of course, my, you know, you got to have a good, you know, good computer. I use an iMac. It's a little, it's a hmm. kind of customized a little bit. Yeah. Stuff like that. You know, so I got my, my computer for that. You know, uh, we used a couple different backup cameras. Actually, I, I shot some scenes with the camera that I'm talking to you on right now. Mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Uh, then it, it's a Panasonic as well. It's a G7. Very affordable camera. Very, very affordable camera. Shoot 4K and stuff like that. You could probably find one somewhere between 200 and 400 dollars. Yeah. So I shot some scenes with that too. So I just, I just used what was available to me, what I, what I have access to. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's actually the what I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand in the game. They try to see what the big dogs quotation mark are doing. And they try to get that same equipment, but sometimes you got to use what you have in front of you and actually also collaborate with the people who are around you who are doing the same thing. You know, um, we live in a state of clout, I believe. I always say this, where people try to reach out to people who they think are famous, social media famous, whatever you want to call it, and try to work with them. And it's like, why spend all that time trying to get some attention from somebody who may not even pay you attention when you have somebody doing the same thing I may have share the same ideas that you have um, and get it done. That's on your level, you know? So once yeah. you get that level solidified, then you can all level up, you know, that's how I look at things personally. I always try to collab with people on that level. Yeah. Instead I think, of I think some, you know, I think sometimes people get into, um, you know, like, uh, like trying to make things for the people in the industry versus like people. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, you know, a regular person don't know what you're shooting on. They don't know nothing about, like, I just dropped that name for that camera. They're like, what is that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I try to keep that same mindset, like, I'm making this for people. I'm yep. not making this for, I'm not making this for other filmmakers. I'm making this for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I used to do music back in the day. And, um, you know, we used to call it, like, people rapping for rappers. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, you, 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 you want to make music for people. Yeah. Not other, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, so Absolutely. That, that type of thing, I kind of take that approach. It's like, you know, I, I sit back and I could think about that, you know, oh yeah, I could use this, I could use that. But, you know, I, I just want to, I want it to look a certain way and I want people to be able to receive it. If that's, if people receive it, then, you know, I, I think I accomplished, you know I mean? I accomplished what I tried to accomplish, you know? Exactly. Whatnot, so. Exactly. Because if your film was wet, Nobody be talking about. It. They don't care. You can have the best equipment, but if the thought behind your work is <laughs> it doesn't connect with the people, they're not gonna be like, you know what? That was a horrible film. But did you see how the clarity on that? Nobody cares. Yeah, like, no one's gonna care. <laughs> exactly. They're going for. They're going yeah. straight for just about what's behind it, and that's all. It's the quality. It's the quality. Yeah. The best. The best quality you can provide where you are. You know, where, where wherever you at, whatever you have to work with, you try to make it your best. That's been that's my staple. Just stick, just keep grinding, do your best where you at. 
because that's all you can do as an entrepreneur, especially in this game, because there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of, um, how can I say this? There's a lot of people not really do putting in the work and putting out the quality, but they may have a following that carries them to a whole nother level. And eventually yeah. they work, do it, it get it gets exposed, you know, yeah. um, you, you see it where they lose they, I guess their traction, they lose it over time. Um, I want to talk a little bit, t- touch a little bit on your podcast. Um, could you tell us what the podcast is a, is about and when you started it? Yeah. Um, so uh, my podcast is called the Cosmic Convos Podcast, mm-hmm. um, and this is basically a uh, sidereal astrology podcast. So we, I mean, we hit current events, we go through history, we you know, talk about notable people and, you know, even some of the, you know, just principles um, of astrology um, on this podcast mm. and stuff like that. Me and my co-host, uh, Brother Ra, he's out of Denver and stuff like that. You know, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's pretty much what it's about. So we're on our, we break it up in seasons. So, you know, we're in our third season. We do 25 episodes per season. Mm. Um, so we're at 75 episodes right now. Um, we're about to start the next season very soon. Um, and we started about uh, two years ago. Mm, okay. A year, year and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very yeah. nice. And you are you on all platforms? On uh, all platforms. Okay. On all platforms, YouTube, even Facebook. Mm, nice, nice. You, um, what... I, I well, my journey has my journey actually has been different from a lot of people I know with podcasts. I don't really have any negative or bad stories, but uh, do what has been the most challenging thing for you with your podcast? Um, you know, it's just uh, you know, you just you gotta build the foundation. You know what I mean, yeah. and, and really get your following. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, especially now, I mean, it's a lot of podcasts out there, so you got to try to find a way to cut through. And then, you know, just kind of, you know, trying to, you know, curate your content to, you know, best suit your listener. So you're always learning and figuring out, you know, you know, approach it this way, approach it that way. Um, another challenge is because, you know, like I said, I, I'm a sidereal astrologer. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, most people are not familiar with that form of astrology they're familiar with western tropical astrology so you know it also we're also kind of um educating the market you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's it's that 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 also is a, a a bit of a challenge as well because you're bringing something new to people that they may have not been familiar with before yeah and, and what it could you just tell the people what what that is so sidereal astrology is um it's the original form of astrology. I mean, when you 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 talk about ancient Egypt or the Dogons and Mali and India and all that stuff like that, all the ancient peoples practice sidereal astrology. Um, Western astrology is a result of the Greeks interacting with, you know, some of our ancestors and learning it. And, you know, they kind of, um, it's a debate on if, you know, they formed Western astrology on purpose or just didn't know um, <laughs> mm. didn't know the thing that, that, you know, that, that differentiated the two. Um, but essentially what it is, is, you know, without getting too technical, um, Western astrology, if you get a telescope, not Western astrology, sidereal astrology, you get a telescope and you look in the sky and you find the planets, what sidereal astrology calculates in charts, it matches what's in the sky. 
Hmm. Tropical astrology does not match what's in the sky. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there, All right, I, so when somebody says, you know, my moon in Western astrology, my moon is in Leo. Um, when they, if you, you know, at the time of birth, if you got a telescope and looked in the sky, the moon wasn't in Leo. Mm, okay. It's in, okay. it in a different sign. So that's, that's, that's just, you know, a simple way of explaining it. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally, I don't, I'm not going to say, say I'm an expert on it, but I get, I get what you're saying. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely get what you're saying. Touched on a lot of different topics in my time. Uh, we had a lot of brothers uh, kicking a lot of knowledge, a lot of lessons um, while I was growing up. So there's certain things that I have touched on. Um, need to actually pick those lessons back up, uh, especially with everything going on in the world because they foundation keep you on your square. So I definitely understand what you're talking about, uh, for sure. Um, and I didn't ask. I refrain. I, I have to ask, like, what filming and putting this together uh your films what was the most challenging part doing that just again you know like i said you know i'm not an editor but i have to edit yeah i'm not a colorist but i have to color grade Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean so the technical i'm not a a camera operator but i have to do it so you know it's, it's when you're directing and filming at the same time i mean when i say filming i'm talking about like actually operating the camera um, it's it's a, it's a you know it's a little different because what ideally what you want is to have someone have your operators filming it and then you focus on directing the actors. Yeah. You focus on you know what I mean you focus on the performances and making sure this you know what I mean got these mm-hmm. things right. So mm-hmm. when you're shooting it you it's it's you know it's a little you can't focus on the performance as much as you would like. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 one one challenge for sure. Yeah. You know, and as as I grow, you know, um, of course, I'm going to be, you know, trying to delegate these responsibilities to people who do that, who mm-hmm. love that. That's what they do. That's their contribution to it. So mm-hmm. I want I want to, you know, connect with those type of people, you know. Absolutely. I, um, I don't want you to get, of course, I don't I don't want you to give me exact figures, but could you kind of give me like a ballpark figure how much it costs to actually put a small um, a short film together? Um, to shoot what I did, and I'll give you a figure based on, let's say you rented, you rented cameras, rented mm-hmm. the camera and everything about, and assuming that you already have a computer yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that, um, about $1,500, maybe somewhere in that range, maybe even push it to two. Okay. Okay. That's not that's not bad. All you so called film um makers out there who's listening and been sitting on your hands forever. Um you can get started. That costs less than a lot of you all spend on things you don't even need. So yeah. fund your dream, fund your passion, invest in it, get investors if you have to, but get it out there, do something. Because once you once you do it, Everything changes, you know, for me personally it was, Hey, let me do this podcast. I don't know anything about podcasts, how I'm going to get guests. I know I want to interview people. I don't know how that's going to work, but I just start doing it. I just start reaching out to people. And next thing I know we are, we will be episode 50 next week. And this started off some, um, just an idea of me sitting around talking with my queen and uh, she was like, well, you want to do it, do it. And here we are. So 
make sure you do that because it's this I mean my man is dropping some very very good <laughs> good great gems about how to get started and what you need uh the camera the equipment, what you need, uh, locations. Uh, if you're not in Atlanta, come to Atlanta. We got plenty of locations. Um, get your locations on, get your people, uh, get your actors uh, in, which I, I can guess that, well, you already had your actors from the first film, so that wasn't really a challenge for you. Um, well, I, I mean, I'll tell you just how I did it at first, you know. Um, so one of the actors um, I, I went to college with, so I knew him. And when we was in college, he was acting and modeling and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I we, we kept in touch and stuff like that. So I had him. Um, but everybody else I found through Instagram. Mm, mm. Searching search hashtag ATL actors. And I just start DMing people, you know, hey, I'm shooting this. You know, are you looking, you know, interested in getting stuff? And and the thing about it, good thing about Atlanta is that, I mean, all these actors, a lot of them just want to work. Yeah. They want to do stuff. They're not, it's not, it's not about, oh, this is, you know, I mean, when somebody get a little bit more official, they might be like, uh, this is my day rate or something like that. But, you know, for the most part, they're trying to act in stuff. They want to act in good projects so they can put it in a reel, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and make it a part of their body of work get IMBD um, credits and stuff like that. So you'll be surprised at how much cooperation you can get from people because they they hungry just like you are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's all about the reps, right? You know, the more reps you get, the better you become at anything. No repetitions that you get in. Um, exactly. I always tell my clients, I was like, this is all about reps. It's no secret that I can get, give you to get you in shape. I just need you to do the reps. Do what I tell you to do. And eventually it becomes easy. You cry, you complain, you do whatever. But one day I'm going to tell you to get down and give me 50 push-ups, And you're going to be like, I need more because it's not enough. And that's, like, that's just how I look at life. Like it gets yeah. tough, it gets hard, but the more reps you put in at what you want to do, who you want to be, it becomes very easy over time. So, um, yeah, shout Absolutely. out to the, shout out to the, the, the actors here who are, making this happen by jumping on projects and putting in the work. Cause again, like I said, I was very impressed by the quality of everybody and the uh, entire project. It was very impressive. Um, and like I said, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even, I was, I didn't have any expectations, but as I'm sitting, I'm like, yo, this is pretty dope. <laughs> this is really, really dope. A couple of minutes in. So, um, other than the, you making it a series with the gentle, is that your next project or what is your next project? That's the next project. That's the next project. Okay. Yeah, that is it. yeah so, so we're, we're working on that now. Um, and we're looking to be product- in production within the next few weeks. Nice. Very nice. That is going to be definitely good. And hopefully one day we'll see it on one of these Netflix, Amazon, this in the third, uh, actually a series. Um, I have to ask you this because it is also a fitness podcast. Uh, During the shutdown 2020, did you pick up any healthy habits? Um, What was the healthy habit that I picked up? I mean, you know, I I have a plant. I I eat a plant-based diet. I've been doing that for about 13 years. Um, So, you know, we have that. Um. Didn't get as much sleep as I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I would say that, um, you know, and, and, and increased 
the amount of meditation yeah stuff that i'm doing yeah absolutely you know definitely that um qigong so mm. practice if you're familiar with that qigong tai chi and mm. stuff like that got got an opportunity to really you know uh get more into my practice there and yeah. stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely dope yeah meta meditation and tai chi i <laughs> i have to tell my story um <laughs> When I first started, when I was a young trainer, and it was all about heavy weights and running fast and all that nonsense, going 100 miles per hour, we had an instructor who actually taught Tashi, and he was always trying to get us in there. All the the, the male instructors, he was really wanting to get us in because he felt like we're young, you get other young men to come in and do it. And... So I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going into class and slowing down. Man, if we not banging weights and running out playing out hooping, I'm not doing it. So he pretty much cornered me outside of the facility one day. And he was just like, yo, why you keep dodging my class? I see you like speed walk past my class. And I'm like, I just, I don't see the point. Like, what is this slow motion nonsense? It's not even karate. I took karate back in the day. And, you know, I go through this whole spill. So then he goes to this pose. And I don't know. I don't want to say it incorrectly. So I'm not going to sit here in front like I remember exactly what he did. And he did this thing. And he said, move me. Uh, and, he said, yeah, he rooted it. So, yeah. and, and, this, and this man was in his 80s. He said, uh, move me. And then at, at this time, I'm like lifting four, 500-something pounds all on my back, deadlift, just craziness. So I'm like, sir, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to break your arm. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't, let's not do this. No, no, yeah. no, move me, move me. So I go to move this little man. He could be more than like 125, 130. I could not move him. <laughs> I was like, yo, what is going on? What kind of magic is, if I'm being punked, like, I was like, I can't move this guy. And it was a start, and he was like, that's why you need to come to Tai Chi. You don't know your body yet. And I was like, yo, I need to come to Tai Chi. And I actually did go for a little bit, but then again, I, you know, I've, I was the only one in there who was like, Everybody else was like 60 and up. It's just you being young and dumb, not taking on the lessons like you're supposed to, and I just end up quitting. I re- I, I regret that because I know there's a lot you know, of lessons in that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the thing about, you know, Qigong and Tai Chi and stuff like that is that, you know, like when you're going, you're working now, you're working the exterior, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to have the energy to be able to operate that body. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, you could be building a lot of muscle, and stuff like that, but you might age and not have the life force to be able to handle that this machine that you just built. Yep. And that's that's where Qigong and, and Tai Chi comes into play. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's actually building the life force that really that's that, that's the you know without it you're dead. Without Qi, mm-hmm. you're dead. That's mm-hmm. different. <laughs> you know, you got Qi in your body. That's what makes you actually animate and alive. So that's what Qigong and Tai Chi does. It works mm-hmm. directly on the life force. So it's a great compliment. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, I gotta go ahead and step it up and get back into it. I mean, I started doing yoga more and meditating more um, last year just because of having more time. Because I'm always, rip- which I'm sure you can relate. I'm always ripping and running 
as as that I think <laughs> I tell someone one of the best things and the worst things, uh, one of the best and worst things that I ever done in my life was become an entrepreneur. It's yeah. awesome because of the freedom that it provides, but it's mm-hmm. bad for us when it comes to rest and your health, unless you, unless you like myself, which your business is health. Um, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's hard, man. Like, uh, to be in a moment sometimes to let your mind relax. Don't let it be ra- racing all the time. 2020 really let me reset and let me think and the thoughts that I had for a while, I was able to get them out because I actually was able to sit down with them and process them because they yeah. just wasn't just always on a hundred miles per hour, just running them and going. So meditation is definitely, definitely, definitely important and getting your rest. Definitely important. We had a whole episode where we talked about how black men don't get enough sleep. Um, we actually sleep less than any other <laughs> being, <laughs> At least in this country, they said, I think it's yeah. like an average of four and a half hours of sleep a night. And that's just, that's not, you can't live like that. You know, you're going to no, wear down. What Jeezy said, I'm going to sleep when I die. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you <laughs> exactly. You're going to end up dead. That is so true. You know, for a while it was a little movement where people was like, oh, sleep is for suckers. Sleep is, I said, that's the most ignorant thing I've heard. No, it is not. You need to nah. rest. You need sleep. You can't give it your all because even if you are successful, whatever success is to you, you can probably be better if you rest. Like, I, you, I, look, when I was in college, what I used to do, like, you know, how people would be cramming and trying to, you know, do the all nighter. At a certain point, I'll be like, all right, I know I, whatever I know now, that's what I know. I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to go in and I'm going to take this test based on what I got. You know yep. what I'm saying? And I, and every time I do that versus trying to pull the all-nighter, I do better. I do way yep. better because even, <laughs> you know, because it's different. You go in there and you're dog tired. You're trying to do it. Your brain ain't functioning right. I'd rather get some good sleep. Exactly. Wake up and, hey, man, that's where I'm at. <laughs> exactly. I was a, I was exact same. And my study group used to think it was crazy because I'd be like, it'll be 10 o'clock. And I always, as my parents would mess with me, say I was like an old, little, young, old man. I went to sleep early. Like, my parents didn't have to force me to go to sleep. So, 10 o'clock, I'm like, done. Like, I'm really done. So, uh, study group would still be going. And even sometimes at my old apartment. And I'd just be like, yeah, you guys can let yourself out. I'm going to sleep. And I would go to sleep and leave them in the front room. I Just because it's like, what are you going to do? You, you're too tired to even focus and study and I, I'm, it just didn't make any sense. So yeah, definitely get your rest. Uh, if the people want to see your films and want to contact you um, to work with you, uh, where could they? Where could they see the films and where could they contact you? Um, so yeah, you can um, see the film. The easiest way to get to it is uh, just go to ninefloor.com, mm-hmm. um, or you can go to pushitforward.com. Um, ninth floor is spelled nine T H L O R D dot com or um, push it forward is P U S H I T F W D dot com. Um, either one of those you can get to it. It's the first thing that's there. Um, and then if you want to, you know, get in touch with me personally, just um, hit me up on Instagram at Hirut Life. That's H E R U T L I F E. And then from there, you can, you can get to have all of my stuff from there for sure. 
Definitely. Well, thank you very much, brother, for coming on today. Um, I wish you thank absolutely, you. you're welcome, absolutely the best. Again, like I say, very impressed with the work you have done so far, and I'm very looking forward to what you're going to give us, the people, in the future. So I appreciate you. Indeed, man. Appreciate you, brother, man. And much, much success and blessings to you, man. Indeed. And your listeners. Thank you, sir. What up, schoolers? If you liked that last episode, please like, share, and comment. Make sure that you check out that feature, uh, The Gentle. It's a really dope short film. Make sure you check it out on his website, uh, pushitforward.com. Uh, his YouTube channel also, The Gentle. Make sure that you check it out today. Um, brother has a lot of talent and a lot is on his way. That's going to be a series, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, things going on with Tate School of Fitness. Uh, we are cranking back up Wellness Wednesday starting next week. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are very, very happy to be back in business Took some time to reevaluate some things and get some things together. Come up with more exercises for you all. So we're back to burning so we can get ready, get moving uh, for this summer. So make sure you check out Wellness Wednesdays every Wednesday at 630. Uh, we are cranking up Wellness Wednesday. So you can eat, join us on Instagram Live. Or you can just um, hit the link in our link tree and go to Zoom where I can actually see you. And we kind of had it kind of like a private uh, workout. So make sure that you join us every Wednesday again for Wellness Wednesday at 6.30. Uh, we are also cranking up another challenge soon. And we will be doing traveling boot camp. So be on the lookout for that. June is going to be a very big month. We starting off with a big event in Augusta. Uh, more announcements will be coming about that. So just make sure that you put on your notifications for our Instagram page, Tate School of Fitness. Um, our Tate School of Fitness 1 and our Fitness Corner uh, also Instagram page So all of those pages Turn your notifications And also we have visuals coming up with the With the um, podcast So you will be able to watch our podcast Now on our YouTube page Tate School of Fitness So again we got a lot coming up for you guys Want to make sure that we get the content that you need That you want to hear uh, We want to make sure we get that to you So we appreciate all the love and the support and you keep doing what you're doing. Um, we're very grateful. This has been a heck of a ride. Enjoyed every second of it. And we just want to make sure that you stay moving, stay healthy, and stay informed. As always, thanks for all of your support. And have a fit day.